Today's episode is brought to you by the Andy Greenwald podcast. This week, Andy talks to Lena Dunham, the star of HBO's TV show Girls. I love that show. You can listen to this by subscribing to the Watch podcast at iTunes.com slash The Ringer or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm a day late with this podcast this week, but I swear it is not a dollar short because mm-hmm. I've got a great guest. I've got the SVP of Alternative Programming at ABC, yeah. Rob Mills. Welcome. What's happening, Juliette? So you cover variety shows, late night, specials, that, and reality. The easiest way to say it is anything that does not have a script, I cover. Okay, so that includes the Oscars, yeah. which just happened. Just happened, yes. That includes Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. which there's news we have to discuss <laughs> there. So much news this week. And that includes The Bachelor. I know. And Bachelorette, obviously. So it's everything. This is like the hat trick of like... I nabbed you a good week. You nabbed me a good week, I'm, exactly. I'm proud of my timing but here. But I'm coming back every week now. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Miller Lite. Oh, yeah. So the sponsor of this podcast is not Miller Lite. How is the, spo- is oh, the yeah. sponsor of the ringer.com homepage? Mm-hmm. God bless them. And we have a couple right now. So we have a couple that we open. Tell everyone what time it is. It is not even one o'clock. We're feeling <laughs> one loose. O'clock, it's good. <laughs> Who knows how this podcast <laughs> will go. go? It's going to go crazy. Um, I'm just so happy to have you here. Let's just mm-hmm. do five minutes on the Oscars. Okay, five minutes on the Oscars. Yeah, then what we'll do you get to know? The Bachelor. Yes. So where- friend of, I assume friend of the ringer, Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, hosting. great friend. She's great. Yeah, Jimmy mm-hmm. did a great job. She did an amazing job. Okay, I'll just ask you a couple quick questions. Yes. Was the um, tour bus situation staged? No. Oh, God. If you know Jimmy at all, you know, everything with him has to be authentic. Uh-huh. Like, it was true. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you read this whole thing, like, Gary, the, the star of the yes. whole bit, was actually... On um, parole? <laughs> on parole, basically, yes. yes. So we didn't even get, like, releases, which normally you would do. Because, wow. Simply because Jimmy, like, wanted to be... It, like, this was a real tour bus of people, so... Would you do that, staged. that stunt again? I think it's been done once. I don't know that you would do it again. Okay. Jimmy's not a big guy for Doesn't repeating go back stuff. To it. Yeah. Okay. Also, by the way, next year if you have a tour bus that comes in, they're gonna be like, Oh, I'll bet I wonder if we're the Oscar tour bus. <laughs> if they- anything, we should do a tour bus thing and have it staged so they think they're going to the Oscars and then just never take them there. Right. Take them to like just the, the dairy farm where they have the date on the <laughs> That's bachelor. Right, exactly. <laughs> we're taking you to the Razzies. Detour. Yeah, exactly. Um, where were you for the best picture flub? I was in the I don't consider it a flub. I consider it the greatest moment in Oscar history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great TV. Because honestly, if Moonlight won and it went as planned, you'd be like, yeah, Moonlight won, whatever. Right. You know, nobody, nobody, great. You know, Deserved it. Fine. Great. Whatever. Now, everyone's going to remember that moment. Right. Um, I was in the in the truck where we where everything happened. I don't know if you've ever been in a production truck for live TV. Okay, next time you come to one of our shows, After Paradise, you were always in the, the green room, I know. Or wherever it was, they, you would go after Wherever Ben, ben is. Ben's alive. Yes, wherever. exactly. Yeah, you were always stalking Ben, so you didn't know. <laughs> so you're in a production truck, and you're you're watching everything. That's where you have your time, you know, whether you're over or under, or just everything's going on. You're you're laying everything. So I'm in the truck. We see, she announces La La Land. The cast all comes up. Did They're you know that was speeches. wrong? No, no, no. Nobody knows. The okay. only ones who know this, as opposed to, like, say, Dancing with the Stars, where you get the <laughs> less results. Less security. <laughs> less security. Those results are, are very, everyone, everyone knows. I see. So then had had that happened, like, at Dancing, immediately we would have said, oh, my God, he said the wrong name. It's something else. We need to stop this. Get in his ear. Here, the accountants are the only ones that know. 
And so we're sitting there assuming I'm packing all my stuff up, getting ready to leave. And then I heard on like one of the stage managers, you know, he walking in, you just hear, it's the wrong movie. <laughs> Moonlight one. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's a really, fun. like, I thought it was a joke. Like, I'm sure it's not true. And then as it keeps going, we're like, oh, no, <laughs> it's not a joke. And then you're watching it un- unfold, the whole thing. And what was shocking to me, too, was I'd read this years ago because there was always that urban legend that Marissa Tomei didn't win. Right. That Jack Blanson read the wrong name. And um, they had, there, there was a thing like, well, the the, the accountant, PricewaterhouseCoopers, immediately put out this thing. They said, no, 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 that never would have happened if Jack Palance read the wrong name. An accountant would have come in immediately and said, <laughs> this is not what happened. That is not what happened on Sunday night. Well, it was pretty fast, but not fast It was fast, fast but not fast. I think also because of all the awards, too, that's the one where there's like 20 people yeah. on stage. So many people. Right in the middle of the jubilation and everything. Too. That was just wild. It was wild. I can't believe it. So, like, so great. And how great. But Jimmy, by the way, too, again, handled it jumps really well. right in. Yeah. He was amazing. He did he a great, great job. He's a con- mm-hmm. consummate host. I understand mm-hmm. why you want him to do it. Oh, yeah. And, absolutely. And he, yeah, he did He, he even did a great was job. able to inject humor, but not to where it was at the expense of anyone. Right. Just he's Steve Harvey. Totally. By the way, I also would like to say, too, so we're in the middle, we're, the show's finished. Two months later, we're in the dressing room. Adam Carroll is giving a toast to Jimmy, and we're all, and then my phone rings, and because we do some shows of him, so he has my number. It's Steve Harvey calling to say, <laughs> I want to be I want to be involved in the show next year. Please, let me be involved in the show next year. It'd be amazing. Wait, so Miss Universe is ABC too? No, that oh. was Fox. But he does oh, a Family it. Feud for us, and right. he does um, a new show that's coming up. So, so I know Steve really well. Got it. But like, I'm like, I'm in the middle of handling like a bunch of different things right now, Steve. We can talk about next year's show, like maybe tomorrow or six months from now. Wow. But yeah. He, well, he, now it's like he's he's a pioneer in making he mistakes. Is, exactly. <laughs> so that's right. He he's really is. He's the trailblazer of. But the difference is that was Steve's mistake. Yeah. Or Steve has said it, it wasn't. It was you know somebody else. They told him something wrong. I mean, this was one of those things where it was probably the best possible scenario for us, where it was. Human error. It right. was this accountant's mistake. It was not any of the producers. It wasn't Jimmy. So and then it was great. And then it was great live riveting TV television. Moment. Riveting moment. That's like what you live for in the live TV biz, right? You do. There's no point in. There's nothing I hate more than live TV just for live TV's sake, and right. it's just all choreographed perfectly. Like, but this was a testament to why you do live TV. Right. It was pretty wild. I mean, no one will forget it. No one will forget it. I think many more people will see Moonlight now than they would have otherwise. And to- I mean, also, like Moonlight's a great movie. So, like, I'm Moonlight's ha- a great movie. It deserved <laughs> to win. Won. La La Land yeah. also won. Damien won Best yeah. Director. Emma won Best Actor. Like, yeah, they really shared the wealth this year. So totally. So I think it, it worked out perfectly. Everyone has been incredibly gracious. Like, at first, mm-hmm. it was like the um, Jordan Horowitz from La La Land's oh, gracious. Yeah. But, like, Barry Jenkins has been like amazing as well. Oh no, well. they're all they, they've like great all people. Been, no, it, it, it's really wonderful. That's yeah. what at first, but when you see, because I will say, when I'm looking at Warren Beatty, looking at that envelope three times, I was like, oh, Hacksaw Ridge must have won. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I literally that Thank was God like that. He doesn't want to. I loved Hacksaw Ridge I have, by the way. I haven't great seen movie. It, but uh, I, I know yeah, people have their personal things again. Mel, Mel Gibson, yeah. and I'm not going to hold that. You know, I totally get that. But I was like, oh, he doesn't want to hand an award to Mel Gibson. <laughs> That's got to be what it was. It seemed like Brie Larson didn't didn't want to do that didn't want to give it to Casey Affleck at the Golden Globes but oh interesting yeah I gotta watch that I digress Mm -hmm. yes exactly all right let's talk about The Bachelor let's talk about The Bachelor the much more important show this is this is why you're here we have our own live event coming up on The Bachelor too in two weeks after the final rose right and it is going to be crazy you should let that go a little more haywire I've been to that we're gonna yes you've been there you you haven't been to some of them no this one our goal 
is to go a little haywire. Okay, I want to come back to that. There's going to be some crazy. Come to this one. Okay. I think this one's going to be really good. And let's discuss that at the mm-hmm. end of this pod. But yes. let's, let's talk about this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy was on the show. Andy was on the show. What do you get from having Andy come back? Like, what's the, what's the value? As we learned Monday night, not much. But uh, <laughs> No, I think this one actually was good. There are sometimes when, it, where this was used to the best effect, I don't know how long you've been watching the show. For quite some time. Okay, so I don't know if you remember Jason Mesnick's season. Of course. And this was when people didn't really know what was going to happen on the show. And there, were, mm-hmm. and there was this whole thing where, um, in our super tease, we had Deanna come back. Sure. And we put it in, and it's not till the very end of the season, but people were like, oh my God, when is she going to come back? What does she want? She clearly because it was when she'd broken up with Jesse, the snowboarder, right? And they're like, and everyone loved Jason at that point. He was like the single dad everyone loved. And I still love him. him. He was he's a, he's a great guy. Sure, and he may have dumped Melissa, but she ended up okay. It's like the everyone the Oscar happy. fiasco. Everyone ended yeah. up great. It was totally fine. So that was like amazing. Even though, and then the scene came, and it was like nothing. It was like I just want you to pick, you know, follow your heart and and do all that, but. This was, you know, a little bit of the same, but this was interesting because there was the whole thing of, okay, now you're going into fantasy suites. Right. And you called me out for making love. Right. When I wasn't in love. Yeah, there was a so, lot, lot of sex talk That was talk an this interesting comment. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of sex talk. <laughs> Can you, I, and I think Nick is really responsible for that because I think before that, he blew, once he blew the lid off, you know, that it actually sure. does happen in the fantasy suite. Now it feels like we have the morning after scenes now. We right. see them eating breakfast in bed. I love the morning after scenes. Oh, they're so good. But per- those didn't happen until faith. Nick. You know, like That's... Nick was Nick was the one who, who really, again, blazed it, blazed a trail. It's true. That he's mm-hmm. he's a leader in the Bachelor he space. He really is. Caitlin's so, season also was very, because of which Nick. Nick, because yeah. of Nick. <laughs> no, that, that Sexually is, oriented. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's always shocking to me. The one show Bella was not allowed to watch was Bachelor in Paradise. The one, the one uh, franchise that Nick had, did not have a sex scandal on. It's true. Like, didn't do anything there. <laughs> the Bachelorette, <laughs> his two seasons, <laughs> totally embroiled in sex scandals. What, what's like the relationship like with Andy between the show and ABC at this it's point? Good. Like, it, it's friendly. I mean, it, as we, you know, we can talk about later. As you've seen, there's some there's there's some rough waters with sure. some of the other ones like Kaylin. Right. But I think Andy, we have a really friendly relationship. Was, I was there that night in Brooklyn uh-huh. for, as you could see freezing night. Very edgy. In like Pick. a half half finished hotel too. Yeah, so what hotel was that? The William Vale yeah, so, in Brooklyn? Yeah, that's like hip now. I, I've heard of it a few times. I think it's I just I don't know finished. if people were able to stay in because our control room that we were in was like this weird, it was like on the 18th floor and it was like a, a garage or something, this unfinished thing. So maybe some of it is finished. I think but it, it is seems done. very nice. I'm yeah. attending a wedding where they have a oh, block are? of hotels at the wedding. Okay, Vale. So, okay, so, <laughs> so I, hopefully it'll be done. Well, I don't know when the wedding is, but hopefully you'll June. be staying in a room. Well, so that, yeah, it's, good. yeah. Um, that's, mm-hmm. It's, when do you decide to like go to a filming location? Because I know that you don't always go. You have oh me myself. Yeah, it just depends on if my schedule works out. Got so it. this was one we were filming something in New York, so that worked out perfectly. I see. Um, Bachelorette, that finale when they do the when they go to the exotics and mm-hmm. everything. That's always hard because it's right around when we have what's called our upfronts and right. pilot screenings. So that's difficult. It, it just depends. Bachelor finale is a little bit easier because that's in right November. before Thanksgiving. So right. yeah, so it's 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 much easier then. Right. Um. I I was like, okay, Andy's back, but I felt she was a little too eager to talk to Nick. She was just yeah. like really playing it up, and yeah. she was like, I think mm-hmm. we're gonna need a glass of whiskey yeah, for this. This conversation calls for whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it was a little too on point. And I was like, it was. Mm, mm-hmm. maybe Andy should have stayed a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I mean, it was here though. 
I thought it was interesting, though, to get a po- like. When would we ever have gotten a postscript to that after the final rose? And clearly, they haven't really seen each other, right? You know, I'm sure she didn't want to talk to him after all that. And then did you, then um, Nick did an appearance on Kimmel with Andy and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Did you decide to do that because it went well when she came? No, that, that night? was just a Jimmy thought that would be really great to have them all together. Interesting. I, it was it was mm-hmm. entertaining. Yeah, it was. It was. Th- this was a. There was certainly much more to talk about than if it was. I don't know, like Ben Higgins and JoJo, right? And it's like you know, oh, you know, maybe just don't say I love you to two people because. Then you have to break up with the, one of them at the end, and that's all. I mean, this was okay. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to have sex with these women? Right. Like, what are you going to do? Right. It, it's interesting. And then Andy went on her, her what she called her feminist rant about, um, <laughs> well, you should sleep with them if you want to. Right. That's my feminist rant. Yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting. Like, sex mm-hmm. has changed on this show. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. as taboo anymore. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, if, if there's any question about that, last this week's episode mm-hmm. certainly answered it. With no, it's not even like it, it went to like okay, now there's sex of the face. So now it's the you know as we saw with Raven. I mean, they talk about it's like their previous sex life. Sure, and like yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's really changes it. Yeah. As um, a producer, like, was there were you conscious like oh we've kind of crossed a threshold now we can change the way this is discussed on the yeah, show? Yeah, I think definitely, absolutely. So like, and it, knowing that this is you know you know a lot about these people you've lived with them for yeah. whatever it is eight weeks at this point so they their deepest darkest secrets are out there right so it is well this would be really interesting sure and of all the people that would seem to be up to the challenge of this it would be Nick you would yeah, think yeah definitely know, he's definitely had the experience yeah also all of the women who mm-hmm. are left are much more prepossessed or like very mm-hmm. like self possessed yeah I, I think so it makes sense yeah, I think of all the people would be Raven yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> sure but even like <laughs> Rachel and Vanessa like I feel like I respect them in a way that I often don't with other Bachelor contestants I yeah I think you're absolutely right Nick got mm-hmm. a good crop of girls he did well I think that's because it was Nick and he was so about like just anyone and he, he likes intelligent women he yeah. likes good you know it would have been harder if it was a different type of person who you know sometimes just wants I don't know. All all different. I'm not going to name names here. But, uh, okay. So close. So wait till the next amount of light for that. <laughs> so Andy came mm-hmm. and she left. I, I was like, Ugh, 15 minutes of Andy. Didn't need that, but fine. I understand I, I, I it. thought that was that was interesting. You know, you got a few good sure. lines on a Nick. You know, I'm not going to just get engaged just because I'm the bachelor. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because I feel I have to. It's character building for Nick. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. It and was. I'll, it was good. And he got to apologize for, for saying that for... I don't. I don't think he was upset. He said it, but it was certainly upset that then the she, reaction. She, the reaction that she had to deal with. Yes, he does seem. I would have liked to see them talk about Josh. Actually, yeah, that would have been an interesting conversation. And they both hate Josh now. So they both hate Josh it now. Would have been mm-hmm. a great conversation. That would have been a really good conversation. Could could Nick this, also loved by the way getting that thing into? Oh, last time you came to a hotel room, yeah, you were dumping me. He, <laughs> now I'm the bachelor. <laughs> Nick um, laments how much is discussed that he's mm-hmm. been on before that he's yeah. been dumped before, but yeah. he brings it up <laughs> brings so it much up. every. Time. No, he loves talking about it. I, I think and you know when he's really going to love talking about it? Two years from now. Right. Then he's really going to want to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so Andy leaves, and then mm-hmm. it's the rose ceremony, and we go from four to three, mm-hmm. and Cran leaves. And I think that's a surprise. Like, I think that was— I was surprised how many people were—you know, again, I, I know what's happened, so I sure. know what's happened. I was really surprised. I think that was the reaction a lot of people had. Was yeah. That they were really surprised that Corinne had gone home. Well, he just seems so attracted to her. Yeah. And he was. He, and you'd think of all the times he'd be like, finally, like, I've been a really good guy. Like, yeah. in past times, when somebody comes to my bedroom and says, you know, let's, you know, get let's it on. Let's do it, yeah. He would totally be like, yeah, absolutely. Why not? And it's I mean, like he, he, was a, 
He was respecting the show almost. He was totally respecting the show. I know, exactly. He <laughs> actually reinstituted rules when there used to be no rules. I know. And so he's waiting. And you'd think absolutely that he's he's waiting for this. And clearly, he seemed, you look at the way his hands were all over in the bouncy castle. Yeah. You look at, you know, with the whipped cream and everything. Like, he was down for all this stuff. Sure. And mm-hmm. even when he was saying goodbye to her, it was so much more genuine than many of his other mm-hmm. goodbyes. Like, when he was like, you didn't do anything wrong. No, I think there's a genuine affection for her. I also think there was not the, I'm going to get married to her. And yeah. Clearly, he saw from that hometown, it was like, you're going to be a kept man. Yeah. And you're going to have olives, like, shoved down your throat. <laughs> and t- he clearly did not like the olives. But Raquel was there being like, eat the olives, trust me. Um, who would you have thought, though, if if Corinne was going home, this was also addressed, who would you have thought would have gone home then? Uh, Raven. I thought Raven. Raven, yeah. interesting. I am I've s- heard a lot of Vanessa's. Really? Yeah. And then there's also Rachel because she's been announced as Bachelorette, so you know she's going at some point. We're obviously going to talk about that in depth yes. in a few mm-hmm. minutes. Yes. Um, Vanessa, I think there's a backlash against her. I don't completely mm-hmm. know why. I like her. Uh-huh. I think she came off. I think the hardest thing sometimes is when you have that first date early on and you come off so good. Yeah. That then it's like it, it, it's hard. Then then she showed something different, which was a completely honest reaction of. This is very hard for me to have a guy dating other women. It's like, I know. That bitch. When people, it is interesting. It's like you kind of, the one thing you can't admit to feeling mm-hmm. is like difficulty. Real feelings, yes. Yeah, exactly, like if yeah. it's like difficult for How you. How dare you think this is difficult? Right. Like, don't you know what you signed up for? Vanessa is so Canadian to me. It's so funny. I used to watch Degrassi a lot. Oh, I yes, was like obsessed totally. with it. Mm-hmm. And she would have been amazing on Degrassi. She would have been, deg- she been amazing. great. Amazing. Degrassi gold. She would have, like, did you watch that show? Oh, yeah. Do you remember Paige Michael Chuck? Um, yes, she exactly. She should have played Paige and then. Page would have stayed around for longer. Yes, and, and would have been a lot, exactly a lot more right. liked. <laughs> but exactly she, right. There's something about like Canadian TV shows that when they mm-hmm. are brought to mm-hmm. the States, showed on like, you know, ABC Family used to have mm-hmm. Falcon oh, yes, Beach right. and like those yeah. crazy mm-hmm. shows that I mm-hmm. watched for whatever yeah. reason. And there's something that's like so, it's like same, same, but mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa is like that to me. She's like so same, same, but different. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I, I, there's something ineffable about her that's just so Canadian. I can't get over I it. I don't know exactly well, what it is. Every time she speaks, she sounds like Celine Dion in a weird way. She she's, has a weird French Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah. I really, I like her. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I love her. She's I think great. she's great. I actually love, to your point, I actually love all these girls. Yeah. They, they seem pretty Even great. Even Corinne. Like, I thought she was not like the, I, I never thought of her I've as come the around villain. on her. I've come around on her. I could no, ta- she's, she's I could good. tell people like her, which has helped change. <laughs> You mind. can see too. She really wasn't made for this show. She was made for Bachelor for Paradise. Paradise yeah. I mean, Paradise. I, and I email that to you on the has, first episode. Yes, exactly. No, like, she is going to be the star of Paradise. Yeah, absolutely. So, where would you rank her in the pantheon of great Bachelor contestants? Is she top ten for you? <sighs> She'd probably make the top ten. Definitely not top five. Whoa! Yeah. Can you I rail so. off your top five? I mean, Tierra definitely. Mm. Courtney Robertson simply She's because a great one. Courtney Robertson saved an entire season. Yeah, she ben put that season on her. But you know those like when Adrian <laughs> Peterson took the Vikings sure. to the playoffs. That was Courtney Robertson that season. <laughs> I'm telling you because we were like we looked at those second episode ratings. I remember and be like, oh my god, we're dead in the water. Nobody likes this guy. Right. He was the first. I remember the president of ABC at the time too was like, we can't put this guy on a poster. He's too. He's not good looking enough. So we had this weird poster with a woman like you know picking or the petals off a rose. Like, oh yeah. That's how bad. That was a bad season. So Courtney Robertson, absolutely. She I have great. a personal affection for this girl. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't, but Erica Rose. Oh, Erica Rose. I love Erica Rose. Erica Rose got Reality Steve into legal trouble. <laughs> 
That was also <laughs> another reason that was great, too. That you was probably fantastic. can't comment on that from what I've read about that settlement. But. No, no comment. But but boy, that was. Yeah, she was, she was fantastic. That was a byproduct. I also love her anyway. And I love documenting her pregnancy, too. Oh, my God. She was amazing. She um. <laughs> so this is another question I've been wondering, mm-hmm. like when Corinne comes through mm-hmm. the casting pool, mm-hmm. what about her or what about someone like Erica Rose stands out? And you're like, yes, we need that person on the show. Erica Rose, like you knew, I mean, I remember she came on and she was very, she she was who she was. Mm-hmm. Corinne was not that way. You, you never know. It's like Chad last year. It's not like <laughs> Chad came in and was like, oh, I man. love meat. Oh, yeah, I love meat. Exactly. <laughs> oh, are you eating that turkey? Come here. No, I mean, he was, he, that, that was a guy who had literally just lost his mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like he came in, he was very, he was not the guy that you saw on the show. Interesting. You never, you, you just never know. I mean, I remember... We finished night one of Jake Pavelka's season, and uh, our executive producer at the time goes, you know who I think would be a really great bachelorette? Rosalind. Oh. And then he calls me two days later, and he's like, uh, I got to call you Rosalind <laughs> F to producer. <laughs> we're, we're kicking her off tonight. Oh, my God. You just, you never know. That's very If unreal. you start to plan those things, yeah, exactly. If you start to plan those things and say, oh, this person is this or this person's that. I mean, you you sort of know some of the tendencies. Mm -hmm. But if somebody comes in and says, you know, yeah, I'm really like I'm going to be the Corinne of the season or I'm going to be, you know, Courtney Robertson. That's that's a red flag. They never make it on the show. Right. Because then like you Mm -hmm. just know them. They're they're not there for the right reasons. They're not there for the right reasons. Exactly. (laughs) That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, again, we'll come back to that. We talked about Rachel and her Mm -hmm. being the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Um, I was sad to see Corinne go. at any point, were you like, try, did anyone encourage Nick to keep her around because she was such good TV? At that point, you really can't because mm-hmm. this is this is where it's like you don't want to screw up, to up the entire, you know, the entire process. Right. I mean, I remember Sean Lowe was very close to getting rid of Catherine at Hometowns. That's Not wild. getting rid of, but, you know, it was like it was between her and Desiree. And then, look, they're married with a kid. So They're a great couple. They're, they are – they are certainly. I mean, all of our bachelor couples are great. So, yeah. Again, I don't want to you know, <laughs> no put anyone down. You. No favorites, but they are they are fantastic. Yeah, they seem really. So happy. you just you just you never know. At this point, you really can't. I mean, early on when there's 18 people, mm-hmm. you certainly can say, okay, who do you really like? And you know, and and there are certain people that they also really hate, and they're like. I'm not. I don't care. I'm not keeping this person. Nick was very obviously very uncomfortable with Liz the entire time she yes. was around. Yes, so you could see he, he could not wait to cut her. Yeah. So he, that was that was that was great. That, that, that burned was, out very quickly. That was quite obvious. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, exactly. Poor, I feel. I have now a sad. I feel sad for Liz. I just she, feel like she figures very well in Women Tell All. So you'll I, see her Monday night. All right, great. Yeah, cool. I'm Another a, one who'd be good in Paradise, I think. Liz. Yeah. Sure. What do you think? I, I need her to get drunk and talk about when and how she got that massive tattoo on her back. I just need to know the whole Ooh, story. That's a good one. Okay. So maybe right, she would we'll tell it this. sober. Maybe mm-hmm. she, I mean, I'm assuming she would need to be drunk, but maybe not. I think we'll we'll make that happen in paradise. Okay, great. Okay, I'm looking you. forward to it. <laughs> a viewer, Juliet from Los Angeles has a question. <laughs> yeah. I get that massive exactly. back tattoo. <laughs> exactly. But she's been dying to know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay, and then it's on to Finland this week after we say On to Finland, to, yes, exactly. Is this the first cold weather location no, for No, remember Fantasy we went Suites? to Switzerland for Ben Flanick. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. that. Was, yeah, that was good, too. Okay. That was I was there for that. That was amazing. Why so do you, fun. What's the advantage of going to a cold weather location? Well, the thing is, you know, we get a lot of trade outs. Mm -hmm. So it's you you have to look at sort of what's on the table. And this was, you know, this was interesting. We hadn't done it in a while. 
It would look good, and it was one of like it did the look nice. three places. Yeah, though Northern Lights is a great touch. Northern Lights was amazing. For yes. Nick's, Nick's all like, done in post production, by the way. Never, <laughs> never saw them. But even for him to be like the glass, there's a glass ceiling close. We see the Northern Lights. What yeah, a exactly. great touch! That's, Wasn't that great? Yes, I know. That was mm-hmm. that was really that was fantastic. Uh, that added a lot to mm-hmm. the romantic feeling. <laughs> We'll be right back with more Bachelor Talk, but first, let me tell you about my sponsors, starting with Kopari. If you're like me, the shelf space in your bathroom is precious real estate. That's why I'm excited to introduce you to a line of beauty products that's as great at multitasking as you are. It's Kopari. Made with 100% organic coconut oil, Kopari products moisturize your skin and hair without any sulfates, silicones, GMOs, or parabens. Plus, their great aroma and non-gritty texture allow them to be applied from head to toe. Some of my favorite Kopari products include the Coconut Sheer Oil, which is a perfect light facial moisturizer, the Coconut Balm for intense soothing and smoothing of super dry skin, the Coconut Crush Scrub that buffs you beautiful, the Coconut Body Glow that gives you a natural all-over shimmer, and of course, their original Coconut Melt, a premium 100% organic unrefined coconut oil that melts on the touch. So, say aloha to the best skin and hair of your life with Kopari. I'm using the coconut balm, and my skin could not be softer. I know that you want to experience this, too. So go to koparibeauty.com slash bachelor to get 20% off your order. Again, that's koparibeauty, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash bachelor for 20% off. And wait, before more bachelor, let's talk about Sunbasket. A huge part of eating healthy is just finding the time to do it. Taking the time to plan your meals, check to the farmer's market, figure out portions, it all adds up, especially if you don't even live near a farmer's market. That's a real bummer. And if you're like me and don't have all that time, you'll love Sunbasket. Sunbasket delivers healthy recipes and fresh ingredients straight to your door. You can prepare each meal in just 30 minutes or less. It's healthy cooking made easy. You'll get organic, non-GMO ingredients from the best farms and fishermen. Everything is seasonal and sustainably sourced. Sunbasket offers paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, and family options created by an award-winning chef and approved by nutritionists. Each meal comes with pre-measured fresh ingredients and easy-to-follow directions. It's delicious, and it's time in the kitchen well spent. So go to sunbasket.com bachelor today and get your first three meals free. That's sunbasket.com bachelor to get three healthy, easy-to-prepare meals for free. Seriously, $0. sunbasket.com bachelor. Okay, now back to Rob. So who, which producer knows in advance that mm-hmm. Raven is going to tell Nick that she's never had an orgasm? That has to be discussed before. Yeah, I'm I mean, well, everybody has what's called a handler. So, and at the beginning, it's like you know you're assigned to like six bachelor bachelorettes, uh-huh. and then so it's it's whoever that person is. That's your personal person that you almost like a psychotherapist <laughs> where you're talking everything through and everything, and you're saying this. So, um, so someone knew. So someone knew. Yeah, absolutely. I, see. I mean, as you saw, she was clearly she was willing to open talk about with this. It. She was willing to talk about it. I mean, here's the one thing, though. We just saw, just to go back a week, we saw Hoxie, Arkansas. Yes. Clearly not the a grain hotbed bin. of activity, a grain bin. There's like, there's got to be like only like 28 guys there. Like everyone has to know now who this guy is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And every woman now. I mean, don't you feel bad for that guy? The biggest loser of this season is Raven's ex boyfriend. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm never going to get a over a cheater who can't yes. even satisfy a woman. Yeah, I'm never going to get over the story she told about going back and beating him with a shoe. Yeah. So absolutely. Interestingly enough, uh, it's been reported that when that sh- when that episode mm-hmm. aired in Arkansas, they cut to commercial. Yes. During Raven's mm-hmm. story time. Yes. Why did that happen? That happened. It was, I, and I looked into this, and I talked to our affiliate relations, and they they swear the way they told it. I know this is true. They said 
it was complete human error. That it was is much crazy. like the accountant on Sunday night. <laughs> this guy just just pushed it did it. It was a complete accident. But the fact that no, it was Raven reached out to us and was like, "There's no way this was an accident." Like, yeah, that's right a, at that part of the story, that's they're very hard this. to believe. It is. It's hard to believe. But they swear to me, and they were very sincere about it. So that's crazy. Do they ever is like crazy? Is it like a redo? Like, do they air it or something? Can they? No, like... it's just like Arkansas. Do you think they? There hasn't been except for Raven. There's not been an outcry from anyone that really <laughs> wants to see it. It's, so if we heard from enough people, maybe we would have replayed it. If I'm the guy, I'm mm-hmm. thrilled that happened oh, in my home state. I don't know. I'd rather have had Monday night's episode be yeah. be censored than I guess this. so. Yes, I guess. exactly. It's I think just, that's much worse. It's certainly, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. They're both both bad. One, They're both bad. One, I, I, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I feel for him. He just took, took the biggest L. Yeah, he really. I, I don't know who this guy is now, but um, we were wondering, like, should we bring him out to have like, like what the women tell all, or after the final rose, where he gets to defend himself? Yeah, you know, I mean, did she want that? I don't know. Would she have been question. against it? She seems incredibly hmm. open. Like, just seems like. Uh, yeah, I think she'd be fine. I get why she's a good reality TV. Or she's good mm-hmm. for Nick at least because she just seems like she goes with what whatever. So she's probably Absolutely. like the easiest relationship mm-hmm. he has left of the three. If I had to guess, yeah, I think that's right. Just, well, we know the hardest with Rachel. Yes, it's no, just, no, Vanessa. Oh, don't Vanessa. you think? Yeah, I mean, it seems. Oh, well, I don't know. We haven't seen the hometowns. Yeah. It seems mm-hmm. like um, if the Rachel one was like challenging mm-hmm. and he wasn't feeling it, then that's right. why you sent her home. I that's guess. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Vanessa seems like a challenging woman yeah. in a great way. <laughs> yes, that's like right. because exactly. she's like, a substantive person. Yeah, she's actually a woman. Yes, yeah, exactly. She, there's like mm-hmm. there's yeah. something that's to right. her. Exactly. That's right. And that's why I mean that's why mm-hmm. I really like her. Mm-hmm. And I hope she wins because she would not be a good Bachelorette or a good in Bachelor in Paradise. Like this is her show. You don't think she'd be a good Bachelorette? That's interesting because I remember there was this outcry. For Charlene, remember from Juan yeah. Pablo's season, the opera singer, yeah. Canadian also yes. as well. Um, I don't think she would have been good either. Yeah, most people said that, but it was like it would have been different. Yeah, you find that different works for this show every every night. Like it's good to follow like a great batch, like a Sean with like a Juan Pablo. Right, take a left turn. Sure, you know because it's hard when you just do something that's sort of the same. Would you have Juan Pablo on again? Oh, in a heartbeat. You would. Uh, would you do, do you think we should? Even though he was like, uh, doesn't he like hate ABC and doesn't ABC hate him? Yeah. ABC doesn't hate him. I think he hates The Bachelor. Yeah, he probably. I does. talk to Juan Pablo all the time. You do? What's yeah. he up to? Selling he's, autographs? He's no, he's he's with a former Miss Venezuela oh, that he course. he he loves. Okay. Um, Where do they live? He's very happy. Miami. The, these things I don't know. Oh, okay. This is very similar <laughs> to the questions when all the parents ask the 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 women at the hometown dates about like, so what does he do? Where would he live? And they're all like. I don't know. It's actually he's just the bachelor. That was very notable in mm-hmm. Vanessa's hometown mm-hmm. when they're like, "Would he move to Canada? Would yeah. you move to LA?" Yeah, it is weird they didn't discuss that beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like those are the kinds of things. Like you're meeting my parents. Like let's prepare for this. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's very that. strange. Well, some of them, you know, what it like. I remember specifically Brad Womax, where he's like, "I own these bars in Austin. Like right. this is what I do. And if you can't do that, and but with Nick, it is like, well, what do you do? Well, but that's partially because. I think the show has made it shady. It's like mm-hmm. we know live, Nick lives in LA. He Instagrams right. and Snapchats mm-hmm. every day. Yes, he exactly. freaking goes to the Americana. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen right. the pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I do that he too. He was a software salesman in Chicago. Right, but now he hasn't been in years. No. <laughs> for for a while. Yes. <laughs> like yes. he hasn't. It's been a little while. Yes. So exactly. that's why it's like confusing because mm-hmm. like he lives in LA. It is a little confusing. But the show makes it like he mm-hmm. lives in Chicago. Right. Which I which like what's the benefit of doing that to like make him seem regular? Yeah, well, I mean, you want this guy. Look, I hope at the end of the day, this guy doesn't have 
illusions of being, you know, I don't know who, the Ryan next Chris Gosling Harrison? or whatever. Chris Harrison or Chris Harrison, yeah. Notable I mean, decrease in screen time for Chris Harrison this season. There has been, I know. That is not by design. I Chris cannot be happy about that. No, Chris is, Chris is not happy. No, no I, no, I didn't no, no. think so. No, absolutely. <laughs> he is absolutely counting those seconds. Is it is it because Nick is a good narrator or is it just because of the way the editing worked out? I think part of it is just because there are uh, – the, the way the season is sort of – Gone out where there's not rose ceremonies necessarily at the end of the things. There's not setups. Right. And Nick is a good – he's been able to say like, hey, we're all going to you know, yeah. Finland or we're going to the Bahamas or we're going to New Orleans. And so there's not the Chris where he's, he comes in, oh, well, you know, welcome to New Orleans. You know, sure. uh, this city won a Super Bowl six years ago. <laughs> this is great. You know, you'll see here's the first date card. You're very focused on mm-hmm. football, and I know that's because you're a Patriots fan. So yes, you can focus true. on it and, like, feel mm-hmm. happy yes, instead of, right. like, pain. Exactly. I know. Exactly. <laughs> no, had, had that 28-3 stayed, it would have been like, uh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> We don't even need to... like, welcome to New Orleans. You know, uh, they, uh, they've recovered very nicely from Katrina, as you can see. Thank God. I think Jimmy Garoppolo could be a good bachelor, by the way. I think he'd be good. However, you know the big thing. Bath about... doesn't work for his schedule. Yes. No, no. Th- that's the problem with all these people. Yeah. Yes. Because you know the person that I met with several times. Yes. He, he, he shall not be. He, he, he shall, shall not be named. Yes. But would have been a great bachelor. Absolutely. I also think he would have been able to be the bachelor back in the day when we used to run like two cycles of it a year. Right. And you could do it. And, and he was also was a little less people. famous. He was a little less famous. Exactly. But still very but cute. But he was so desperate to do it. <laughs> I know. That's an incredible story. We're just going to let everybody think about who it is. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's Gronk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the tricky thing with athletes is the mm-hmm. filming for The Bachelor is from end of September to mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. That's exactly right. So basically for every sport, that's prime mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It's Even really, there is nobody you can get. That's yeah, exactly right. Like literally no mm-hmm. one. The reason the ESPYs happen in July on the day they do that's is exactly the right. one day of the year it's where the there's no sports. one dead zone. That's right. Because it's mm-hmm. right after the MLB All-Star that's game. That's right. Exactly. No football, no mm-hmm. basketball, that's no right. hockey, etc. I think a hockey player would be good too, by the way. God, who would be good? Okay, I, I don't know enough hockey players, mm-hmm. but I know like they like at least in LA, mm-hmm. like an LA king who like lives in Manhattan mm-hmm. Beach and is like young. But that's like the old way the show used to be, where it was like a person. And the problem with those people, like I, when I sit down with them, I'm always like, why would you need this show? Right. To date 25 women. So what makes a good bachelor and bachelorette now? This show is more just popular. a regular, uh, honestly, just a regular person mm. that you never and and somebody that these women know. The other hard part used to be. You'd cast for the next season without knowing who the Bachelor necessarily was. Right. Like, we had a guy, Matt Grant, who was this British guy. Sure. Great guy. I think funniest guy, really cute British guy. And the women, every, that, that were like, well, you'll find out who it is. You know, you'll see. And really, for whatever reason, none of them were into him. Just because they just didn't know who he was. Yeah, and they didn't know who he was. So they don't know. You know, now you get, they know who Nick is. They know who... I mean, I remember the first time we did it was Jason Mesnick. And mm-hmm. it was so great because you had these people come out and be like, I love this guy so much. Well, I love he's this single dad. You single know. dad. Very, mm-hmm. very sweet. It's like handsome. sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. From, from Seattle. From did, Seattle. Did work out well. The whole thing. No, it didn't. Is but it, then it did. Right. It's true. Mm-hmm. And him and Molly, they're a delightful couple. A delightful. How old is Jason's son now? His name's Ty, right? Ty. I think he's almost bachelor age. He's like 13 yes. or 14, right? No, I think he might. Yeah, I think he's like. Yeah, I think you're right, probably 13 or 14. That's crazy. They take in a lot of Seahawks games. It's a teenager. If you follow them, like, on Instagram I actually don't. Twitter. Are they friends with Chris and Dez, who also live in Seattle? Uh, yeah. That's nice. Everybody is friends. I, I always really like Chris. That's how we came up with Bachelor Pad. Because these people all become, once you do it, you're part of this fraternity and sorority. 
that they, they all find you and then they, you know, literally. Oh, man. Whether um, you want to be or not. God. Well, I know. It's for, it's a, it's like a self-sustaining system now. It absolutely Yes, it is. That's right. Exactly. And so the show and the show is more popular than like it ever has been. Right. I would say so. You at, know, at least the, like, I guess social media has changed. The social media has totally also. changed. Yeah. I mean, but if you talk to Mike Fleiss, who the creator of the show. He get if you talk to him about ratings, he gets so upset because he's like, I know that these these ratings are not right. This show is watched in groups. There and, and it's true. I think he's absolutely right. That's true. Like it's, I had somebody talk to me and they said they were going on college tours and every, literally every single tour they would go and they're like, oh, and here's our living room where we have bachelor parties every funny. Monday night. Everybody watches in groups now. It's true. I mean, it is like a, a social is. a social thing. It's a total social thing. Um. So then, how how did you decide to make Rachel the Bachelorette? What was like? You know, we need to pick this woman. You you knew that um, you knew when she came in for her audition. Like uh-huh. she's great. Uh-huh. Like she was she just, has gravitas. She had a lot going on. She's a lawyer. She's talking about her parents. Uh-huh. Like you know, you knew she. You know, she really she came from a good family. Very it just was like you just and you liked it. and she's funny. Right. Like there's a lot of stuff that wasn't shown on the show where. Her and Nick like just goofed off. Like she's really, really funny. She seemed fun in great. New Orleans when they were dancing. That's always and that's always good too when it's like, okay, we gotta carry this is very different. Like Rachel's probably been on cumulatively like twenty minutes. If you took all the stuff off, yeah, about fifteen minutes, twenty yeah. minutes. No, I mean it's probably closer to like an hour, but you so you have to know. But I'm going to put like, it at 30 minutes okay. max. <laughs> but it's like, but that's 20 hours. Right. Like, it's a lot of time. Right. So you know that, that you need this person. This person has to carry, you know, carry a season. And that, you just knew. You knew she was great. Um, and so then it was, okay, we'll see how far she goes with Nick. And then if she's not picked, she'd be the perfect bachelorette. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then how how conscious were you of trying to pick a woman of color since that's never Obviously, happened before? Obviously, it's, it's great. I mean, you want to pick pick somebody that you know uh-huh. is going to be good. Like, you don't want somebody, if she was, you know, either boring or not into it and, and was just like, okay, we're going to do this or we're going to, you know, somehow coerce you into doing it. That's not going to be good either. So right. it had to be the right, like, she really has to want to do it and, and the right person so it's not like oh they did this and it was a it was a disaster. Did you have to talk her into it at all? <clears throat> no, she was pretty. What happens usually is that you do the show mm-hmm. and you either have a great experience or a not great experience. And she had a great experience. She loved the producers, so she was. Oh, that's cool. And she got it. Like what happens? Everyone thinks it's so crazy, and she's one of those ones. And it's actually good when you go in with like some almost like it's a life experience. Uh-huh. And we'll see what happens. And then she was like. Okay, yeah, I totally see how this can work because I'm sitting here thinking about what I'm looking for and falling in love and what I'd want 24-7. You have no – I know, it sounds crazy. You're but deprived that's what of doing anything else. Anything else, exactly. That's right. Even thinking about anything else, the producers know. And then they immediately like, you know, they, no, no, get back to thinking about love. How much did um, Rachel drink compared to Corinne? That's crucial information oh. for me. Corinne was obviously drunk like 60% of the yes, time. I would say, at least. I think that's a very conservative estimate. Um, if you're a drunk sleeper, that's a problem, Corinne. Rachel, exactly. That's right. That's not going to cut. By the way, Paradise. She's got to say. It's hot. I know. You're sweating all the time. I have a suggestion. Half the time you've got food poisoning. You know, I have a suggestion okay. for Corinne. Okay. I think she could be a good She could be a good friend for Jorge, the bartender. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, she'd be amazing. Yeah, she could just hang out amazing. by the bar. Seeing her, seeing Corinne at home mm-hmm. made the nanny thing a little bit more. 
palatable. Yes, exactly. Because it's like calling, it's like you start calling your grandmother your grandmother at a young age. You yeah, never that's stop. right, exactly. But even mm-hmm. so, it was like a little, it, it wasn't like mm-hmm. comfortable. The power dynamics of this no. employee at it their was dinner not, yes, exactly. was very, it was very mm-hmm. uncomfortable. No, and like I said, the scene where she was eating the olive, you could see. I don't think she likes those olives, but right. felt like... No, you need to eat them and tell him they're the best olives. Yeah, so like, I, do not subject mm-hmm. Raquel to paradise. Corinne, no, 100%. no, she won't be. Ra- Raquel will not be there. Okay, good. Exclusive. Okay, so back Bring to Bring her exclusive. <laughs> back to Rachel. Yes, back to Rachel. How much was she drinking? It's very important for me to know. She didn't. She drank enough to be fun, uh-huh. but not enough to be out of control. But that's great. Which is good. That's She's what you again, want, right? Perfect. That's what you want. Yes. Right. So she also like kind of like embracing the experience, mm-hmm. but not going crazy. Yes. No, no, no. Like I said, you will never meet anyone. More fun than Rachel. Interesting. Yeah. That did not really come across. She seemed like very responsible. No, there's so much stuff that was not shown that I wonder if we should just put it out there so people can see it because it'll get them more excited for Bachelor. Yeah, because she did, like, she'd have one on ones with Nick at cocktail party time and would always be. That's probably why we never showed it because it was just fun and goofy. Right. Didn't really move the story forward, didn't do anything. But she, no, she's great. Oh, interesting. I, mm-hmm. I'm excited about her. I like yeah. her a lot. No, I think people have been, they're really excited about her. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, we started casting the guys. The guys are great. Oh, interesting. They're really good. I think it's going to be a really good season. Do, are people like similarly, like with Nick, are mm-hmm. like men excited about Rachel? Like when they found out it was her, did you yeah. get like a whole new Oh yeah, no, that was, that was the reason we announced it early was oh, just because she goes so far and we start taping right afterwards was mm-hmm. then you'd get all these applicants who were like, oh, I'm really excited to be Rachel. And then- yeah, uh, we don't have time to test you and do everything sure. else. So, how did it work with JoJo when, like, because she was announced pretty late? JoJo was, yeah, that was, you know, we didn't necessarily know that it was going to be JoJo, so that was, uh, mm-hmm. that was also. Oh a right, bit of a, I forgot um, it was between yeah. JoJo and Kayla. Yes, exactly. And Kayla even filmed a, a package. She, Kayla filmed a package and everything. Yeah, and she was pissed that but she didn't people, get picked. Right. Yeah, I mean, she she probably had every right to be pissed, but I, I you you have to go by what the fans are saying. Uh huh. And and I think we didn't know how strongly the, f- the people were going to react to the oh I love I love JoJo I love Kay- I love Lauren and it was hard like the girl Ben said I love you too right and for whatever reason yeah there just wasn't the response that there was to to Kayla JoJo and Jordan seem happy I think they're very happy yeah it's like pretty mm-hmm. pretty wild it's pretty wild yes and I we were all like. Wondering what would happen if Green Bay went to the Super Bowl. Did you get any angry comments from Aaron Rodgers or any of his rep- representatives? Uh, I think we're basically told, please don't ask about The Bachelor. I see. I remember last year at the ESPYs when the show was airing, <laughs> like, I think Aaron got to the red carpet like eight hours early so that he would <laughs> he not be asked. asked about The Bachelor. He, he, bachelor can't, he can't like this. Like, it just seems no. like there's just no, no way. Absolutely not. It no. just puts him in an awkward position, it, makes his family seem weird. Good. I don't think anyone would have known about any of these family problems. Right. Had, had uh, the bachelorette not happened? Yeah, I mean, it's just we are always exposing family traumas, <laughs> one <laughs> so, season at a time. By announcing Rachel so early, were mm-hmm. you concerned about how it would change affect the ratings? You just never know. I mean, but you have to remember, we're talking about two more weeks mm-hmm. and one girl out of whatever it was six at the time. Then. Yeah, and you're talking about twenty hours of TV with Rachel, so right. you got to make the best season possible. Right. So at that point, I was like, it was a calculated risk, but uh-huh. it paid off. By the way, ratings went up actually, huh. not necessarily due to Rachel, but nobody stopped watching. Right. And I actually think you watched her hometown much differently. Yeah, well, it's than like, you would have because you know, you're like, oh, now I, I should be invested in these people. I'm going to see these people again. Right. Right. As opposed to you know, yeah, I don't know, because uh, there's a lot of hometowns where it's like, yeah, I don't think this person's going to go all the way. So. Right. You just sort of watch through it. Now, kind of now you watch care. much closer. Yes, exactly. Right. right. Um, 
so Nick, after this, we know that he's mm-hmm. not with Rachel. He's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, which is another one of your shows. With the stars, yes, exactly. We know that Nick can't dance from the Backstreet Boys date. Mm-hmm. So are you I think though he that? thinks I think he thinks he can. Oh well, I don't think he can. He, I've been, I think he I would beg to differ. I think Nick is going to be very mad at me. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being mean to him. But. No, you're not being mean to him. <laughs> Nick won't be mad. I'm he got Peter. He knows if I'm doing it, that's like it, it's okay. He got a good partner in Peter, right? I think so. Yeah, she, hasn't Sean, she, she won. Yeah, hasn't she won? She's won before. Yes, so that's mm-hmm. big for him. No, I think she'll be. I think she'll be good. She's a new mom, though. So, right. You know, time's going to be split a little bit. But um, no, I, I, I think they'll be good. I mean, do you? Th- how far do you think he'll go? Nick? You've seen the cast, yeah. I don't know. I think he make it week three or four. I don't see him winning. I think that's probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Week, th- I week think. four is Disney night. Does he make it to Disney night? And which Disney prince Ooh. should he be? Ooh. I know. Um, he should be the Sleeping Beauty prince, I think. Aurora. Yes. Interesting. Yes, that's my pick. That's for like him. the most bland of all the princes. I just I just feel it wasn't like there a controversial prince. Mm, I don't most that's controversial his... <laughs> prince is like I don't even know. I don't know. I know. Or maybe it's just a controversial Disney character. Like he could we'll find be something good for him. He could be Scar from the Lion King. <laughs> Scar, exactly. <laughs> He'd be good as Scar, I think, actually. Um, so Caitlin Bristow yeah. took a lot of umbrage to Nick being on Caitlin the Dancing with the Stars yes, because Caitlin was a dancer, Caitlin and was she a dancer. says That's she was not allowed to go on. Uh, is that correct? That is that that is true. Yes. Why wasn't mm-hmm. she allowed on? You know, everyone is looked at very differently with the producers mm-hmm. at the time and and where they are, and I think that uh, for whatever reason at that time it was thought that Caitlin maybe you know. It, it, it's not the right time for a bachelor or bachelorette to be on dancing. And I think we just had who was the bachelor before Caitlin? The oh, bachelor. Chris Souls, who we had, had on. Yeah, and he was a snooze. And I think that he was a snooze, but also I think that he had broken up with Whitney like right after, which yeah. I think would have happened anyway. Yeah. But I think that, you know, there was some speculation like, oh, you know, maybe that that hastened it. So right. it and was really the timing. The bachelor brand. Yeah, the timing was unfortunate. It's been two two years from now. But she as you can see, she's just not over it. Not not over it. Not thrilled. No, she's really not thrilled. She's very vocal. I really like Caitlyn. Very vocal. But I imagine she's a, like a thorn in the side of the franchise. <laughs> that is a, yes, exactly. <laughs> we need to silence her in some way. No, don't silence her. Oh, she will be silenced. Let Caitlyn live. Like, <laughs> I can't support that. Oh my gosh, I can't yes. support it at all. Oh. Um, so we know we're going to have Rachel, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then do you think about, like, do you have like, other twists that are like lined up? Like that maybe we could do this if we end up with a bummer of a season? Like when you had... Caitlin and Britt competing mm-hmm. yes. to, to get mm-hmm. to move forward. Yeah. Are there other like sort of like bullets in the chamber you could fire if needed? I don't know that we've you know literally we have our first meeting on Friday to took over all the the dates and the for Bachelorette. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. So I don't know that we'll need to call many audibles here. I think this is going to be played pretty straight down the middle. So. Do you have a new budget? Is there a set budget for every season that There's you then- a budget, yes. Mm-hmm. Does, does the budget vary, vary wildly from season to season no. in Bachelor to Bachelorette? No, 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 it's a set budget. Because no, 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 that's interesting. No, like, do you feel that there, do you see a difference? Um, I think the Bachelorette gets worse locations, but I think in general, the travel well, I think has the gotten locations, worse. Like I said, there's trade-outs, right. so it's hard. you got to get these locations. I know, so I think maybe locations say we'd rather have Bachelor than Bachelorette. Interesting. Interesting, because it, it seems like mm-hmm. Nick kind of didn't have good travel. Like, 
you know. It's interesting. Brad Womack proposed to Emily Maynard like on a safari oh, no, in yeah. South Africa. That was amazing. And that was amazing. Ali Fedotowski's finale mm-hmm. in, in Tahiti, Tahiti. Was, was incredible. Too. Oh my god. Nick is stuck off the coast of Florida yes. in Bimini. That That's sucks. Right. It does. It's not great. <laughs> You're right. New Jersey had proposals. You're weighing proposals versus like episode six though. All right, too. but even Finland not as cool you as You don't like Finland? Come I think on. it's cool. It's not as cool as believe me. Everyone would rather be in Bora Bora. I think it's and cheaper. I was at Ali's finale. It was incredible. Yeah, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite Fiji, finales. Fiji, which was actually a bear. Yeah. Not as good. Interesting. The bacon also, they they cooked the fish on the same platter <laughs> as the bacon, so the bacon tastes like fish. So that uh, was also, really it was ruined horrible. it for you. Mike Fleiss and I will we, we'll never get over that. It's horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just seems like um, the weirdest was Caitlin's season when they were in Ireland, where I know it's like cheap to film. They were there for like literally a month. <laughs> So like that was well no 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 that was not planned. That they was were supposed to go to Patagonia from there. Was but it because Nick slept with Kaylin? It screwed up the entire thing because everyone we're like to get we more need time. to stay here and uh, yes exactly That's we so need to wild. call Ottawa. Remember we had to move fantasy suites up. Yeah, there were no hometown. There dates. were no hometowns. It was the whole thing got went haywire because That's of that. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That was, makes me like Caitlin even more. Yeah, I know. She's a real trailblazer. Yeah. Just, just like mm-hmm. Nick. There, you know, I, I get, know. get why they liked each other. Yeah, we should let her dance. <laughs> why didn't, they didn't let her dance. <laughs> um, how did you guys land the Backstreet Boys and uh, Olympians who were fresh off the Olympics at that point? Well, some of them were. Poor, poor Carl Lewis. No. He had to be thinking, you but, know. Allison oh my Felix. gosh, I won. No, Allison Felix was good. She probably was a fan of that. I mean, some of these people just, just love the show. Uh-huh. Backstreet Boys, it was like, it was, there was a little bit of, you know, promotion. It's like, sure. hey, we're doing a Vegas residency. Right. It starts tonight, March 1st, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm so, going to that. I can't I'm wait. going tonight to the opening. I'm so excited, <laughs> as you know. Um, so that was really, you know, that that was perfect timing. I mean, we were always going to these, these music acts. And, so, and then, obviously, when we heard they would do it. It's like sometimes it's just okay. What can you do with Backstreet? Like a few years ago in Chris Hull's, um season, it was that movie Cinderella was coming out. Yes, for the, and it was okay. What can you do, Cinderella? And it lent it lent itself perfectly to a date. Right. So with Backstreet Boys, it was um, it was very much okay. This is easy. So we'll just do a. Backstreet Boys Day, whatever it is, sure. you know, Nick's a member of the Backstreet Boys. How embarrassing for Jasmine that she didn't win the dancer. That was that that was horrible. That, that really was, you know. <laughs> Who won? Daniel M. Daniel L. Daniel L. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was uh, clearly he was going by Daniel. He was very physically attracted to Daniel L. Yeah. Well, she put her boobs on. She Front totally Street did right away. Like so. that was it, and that was clearly what it was because yeah. the fix was totally in. Like yeah. an NBA dancer does not win. This is what? The, how many routines did she do? I don't know. To everybody, and she was with the Cowboys yeah. before the Warriors. Yeah, that's exactly. Like top top tier. Oh yeah, no, for no, no, cheerleaders. That's exactly right. That's very embarrassing. But some for of her. them, I mean, I remember with sometimes we look for trends. So I remember Pitch Perfect had come out. Mm-hmm. And we thought, oh, what would be a great sort of pitch perfect date? And that's how we came up with the on Andy season. Remember the boys to men? I'll make love to you. Date, yes, were they saying that? So that was great. Sometimes, do, but Backstreet Boys, they we had heard they were interested in doing something to promote the residency. So that's how it worked out. That's awesome. It was a I, great date. Yeah, it was. Also, mm-hmm. that's like those the same episode. I was like, this is like the most star power they've ever had in a single episode. Maybe except Wait, for Jimmy and Amy Schumer. Who else do we have? The, those were big episodes. You don't have just Backstreet Boys or were there any other stars in there? Well, they had the Olympians as well. Those oh, the Olympians, same, that's same right. Same week. Yes, exactly. So yeah. Those are stars to certain people though. Right, but when Down they at, filmed mm-hmm. it, it was September. So they, they did, that's true. It was like they were a fresh week. off the... Yeah, yeah I mean a month right. after the Olympics. Exactly. That's, that's true. Like, that's, that's like true. a sweet spot for Olympians. Good point. That's when you're in high demand. That was where it was, okay, Nick is a... He was a fourth. 33 miler. Wow. And, oh, yeah. 
Oh, the guy's got skills. Great. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, you now wait. you're not going to make fun of him so much. <laughs> it's just it's low-hanging fruit for it you is. at this point. <laughs> I know. It's true. Uh, um, so right. that was like, okay, let's do a track and field date around that. Mm, cool. So that's how that worked. All right. Let's look ahead to next week. So mm-hmm. it's fantasy, fantasy, fantasy suites. suites. Find yes. out who the does final Ray, two is. Well, we have to find out does Raven, does Raven achieve orgasm? orgasm? Yes, exactly. Do, will that be discussed? Oh, it will be discussed. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. cr- that's, that's just wild for mm-hmm. this show. It is. It's totally wild. It's just different. It's done in sort of a classy way, though. Okay. We do another montage. Like, did you see our credits this week, by the way? Yes, of course. We did. The, did you know what that was an homage to? Like Nick being a lumberjack or something? No, it was Rocky IV. Oh, sorry. The train scene Rocky IV. Sorry. My so, boss, Bill Simmons, will be very disappointed in me for not yeah, knowing. He's going to be. <laughs> I'm worried you're going to get your wages garnishing. <laughs> but um, so this week, uh, we do an homage to, remember the scene of 500 Days of Summer? Yes. So it'll be, be oh, that, yes. Cool. What's we couldn't Hall clear Hollow Notes. We couldn't clear Hollow Notes. It's damn, you damn. Know, some sort of version, but, but you'll know what that is. So. Wow. And so mm-hmm. then, uh, assuming it'll go kind of rocky for Rachel and Nick because she gets voted off. We don't know that. I assume she does. She can't go How to final you know? two. She could. She could. She could be engaged, and they broke up like Mesnick. I'm. Ho- I'm hoping that Nick doesn't get engaged because that would just be. That just makes the most. It would sense be to me. so perfect. It would just exactly. make the most sense. Yeah. It would be great. Uh, that I would think be, at that point, Neil Lane would just self combust. It would be narrative, just narratively perfect. Narrative gold. Yeah, exactly. I, it would be really. It would be like probably your best year ever if you got the Oscars. Oh yeah, and then you get mm-hmm. Nick being left to the altar, be or him deciding, or to him deciding he's not yeah. going to do anything. Yeah. It would really work if he got rejected. That'd be the best case scenario for me, the viewer, not well, for Nick, the man. In two weeks, <laughs> we'll find out. It's going to be good. Like uh, AFR is going to be wild. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's um, going to be really good. Thank you so much for coming today. Oh my gosh, thank great you to for have having you. Me. This was really fun. Oh yeah, for, for me too. And thank you to Sunbasket and Kopari. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on Channel 33 and the Ringer Network in general. Um, thanks, Rob. Thank you. You'll come back, right? Oh, Juliet, anytime. Okay, great. Anytime. Maybe we'll do, we should do one from the mansion or something like that. Oh, I would love to. That'd be so great. That'd be. Could we do a tour of the mansion? Oh, we can do a total tour of the mansion. That would yes, be perfect. Exactly. All yeah. right. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. Thanks again to Sunbasket. They deliver healthy recipes and pre-measured fresh ingredients straight to your door so you can prepare a meal you're proud of in just 30 minutes or less. And with paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, breakfast, and even family options, there's something for everyone. So go to sunbasket.com bachelor to get your first three meals free. sunbasket.com bachelor.